When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I actually feel like isn't the show still on though? Like I don't think that the season um, has wrapped. Usually when seasons no, wrap, it wrapped. Oh well, the Netflix. Yeah, let's go. Come on, <laughs> what are you waiting for? <laughs> hey, hey, what's the problem here? Come on, <laughs> Netflix. What's the what's the hold up? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Art of Costume Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Joy Glass. And I am backup singer to the Cranberries, Spencer Williams. <laughs> yes! Uh, oh my gosh. I, with my coworkers, we went we went out and we did karaoke and I almost was like, should I see if they have a uh, zombie on here? Come on. <laughs> I, I got very close to uh, karaoke zombie. If you want to make a bunch of friends, you got to perform that song. So everyone knows. I mean, I think we've said this before, but Elizabeth kills at Zombie by the Cranberries. We're both pretty big Cranberries fans. Yes. Yes. Which is relevant this week. We're not just talking about the Cranberries. (laughs) Cranberries is super relevant. Um, (laughs) How are you, Elizabeth? I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm very tired. And it's just hot. And like, you know, I like I do like the heat, but it has become a little excessive. Yeah. Even I can admit that. See, I would offer you a cup of coffee, but every time I make coffee in my house, the power goes out. I think that's (laughs) the funniest thing ever. And but you should also complain to your landlord and have that looked at because that's that's not your coffee maker should not be throwing out your electricity. It's just because I have dairy girls playing in one room. Which, granted, it doesn't need to be playing if I'm not in there. No, it um, doesn't. <laughs> my computer in there, the podcast studio was set up, the laptop was up, my air conditioner is running, and then I was making coffee. So it just happens every summer. Just blow it out. I'm just so sick and tired of the summer. I hate it. And it just makes me so mad. Like, I miss having a pool, like living in an apartment and having a pool. Oh, yeah. Those are the days. Yeah. I miss that. Because I'm like, without a pool or like easy access to a beach. I'm like, the summer is like a little less fun. See, I I have access to the beach, kind of. I still don't want to go because I know there's so many people. Um, (laughs) That's fair. But when Elizabeth and I lived together, we actually had a pool at our apartment. And we were out there. All the time, like parting it up. Too always much. Drunk. <laughs> I was always drunk. A little drunk. bit. A little bit. Uh, I remember I because I like worked. I worked constantly when we were in college. Yeah. <laughs> and I would like work a Saturday and come home and be. I'd have texts like we're at the pool and everybody's like half drunk already. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I have to do schoolwork, but I guess I'm gonna be here for the rest of the day. <laughs> It was just, uh, those are the days. Good times. Good now times. Now I'm just fantasizing. <sighs> Spencer, what did we watch? <laughs> this week, Elizabeth had me watch a show that I've never seen before called Dairy Girls. And I loved it. <laughs> I love Dairy Girls. It's like, it's cute and heartfelt and funny. It like, it gives you all the feels. And it's like you're like you're constantly laughing because they just get themselves into the most ridiculous situations. So ridiculous. And the accents. Oh, my gosh. They are just so good. Everything is funny in their accent. It makes me laugh nonstop. Those good Irish accents. Oh, Spencer, do you want to start us off with a summary? Of course. So Dairy Girls. 
Set against the backdrop of the Northern Ireland Troubles, this comedy series follows a group of friends as they navigate their teens in the early 1990s. That is Dairy Girls. (laughs) If you haven't seen the first two seasons of Dairy Girls, get yourself on Netflix. If you live in the UK and have access to season three... Good for you. (laughs) Unfortunately, we do not. Netflix is withholding season three from us. Um, So sorry, we won't be discussing season three because I have zero access to it. For once, we prefer you guys don't spoil it for us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is your spoiler warning to not spoil season three for us because we want it. (laughs) Yeah. I've already had a bit spoiled because uh, there's like zero research for Dairy Girls Except for the third season. Wow. (laughs) So whenever we do do season three, there will be research. But today, seasons one and two, there is not. There's not much. Not much at all. Uh, Let's dive into some costumes. Yes, let's go behind the wardrobe. We have series creator Lisa McGee and then costume designer Kathy Pryor. Uh, her other notable work besides Dairy Girls is bl- the TV series Bloodlands. Um, she has worked in costume design for quite a while, though. Uh, she worked at in the costume department on The Lost City of Z, the TV show The Fall, and The Line of Duty. So I love we've been getting a lot of like newer costume designers yeah. recently, and I like it because I'm like, ooh, I, this feels like a new generation of costume designers like yeah, coming up and so exciting. Yeah. I, I feel like they're also they all have like a really fun like spin like in their different styles, but I it's exciting. Right. And especially like Dairy Girls is set in the nineties. So this, you know, early nineties going into later nineties, it just feels so fun to like kind of, you know, explore the years that we kind of grew up to at the same time. Yeah. It's like the nineties when I was too young to actually like remember anything. Right. I wasn't exactly listening to the cranberries in a stroller, but I like to think that we were. I probably was because my dad really likes the cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> that that's how that's my dad gave me like uh, I think when I was like in high school, he gave me he had like the CDs like of their collected like works up until that point. He was nice. like, "Here you go." <laughs> Noise. <laughs> but anyway, we're gonna take a little break before we jump into season one. What's up, costume nerds? This is Spencer, co-host and producer of the Art of Costume blogcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We greatly appreciate all the support. If you want to continue in your support, you can become a costume maven at patreon.com slash theartofcostume. There we post unheard bloopers, highlights, and bonus episodes for our costume mavens. You can even chat with other listeners and vote on future episodes. Head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume and subscribe now. to enter free dairy i'm very excited we haven't even talked about the show yet really Uh, we haven't uh we have episode one though and we are introduced to all of our main characters in really their main costume for the series which is their catholic school uniform (laughs) so adorable um yeah it's a really great uniform i like the green on them and the plaid of course mm-hmm. it feels very irish to me um which was i guessing obviously intentional but i love how they kind of have like their own personal style to it they at least try to style them to their own characters yeah i i love that first scene where they're trying to like wear the denim jackets instead yeah. <laughs> of their blazer <laughs> and then don't they show up and they like change their mind because they don't want to get into trouble well, uh, Aaron's mom uh, makes her change. Right. And then um, uh, Claire refuses to wear hers if 
I, she's, I'm not going to be an individual on my own. <laughs> 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 Which I was like, yes, that's such a teenager thing to say. Speaking of Claire, uh, I've only seen Nicola Coughlin in Bridgerton 1 and 2, mm-hmm. obviously. And I've made it clear that I am not a Penelope fan in Bridgerton. So seeing her in the show, I was in love with her. She right? is so great. It just makes me actually kind of mad at Bridgerton. I'm like, wow, what you've done with that character really annoys me because she's so great in the show. She's so funny. She's so funny. I think part of the reason I like her in Bridgerton is because of Dairy Girls. <laughs> um, she's fantastic. Uh we also, so we're just going to run down our main characters real quick because there's just a lot of them. It yeah. can be hard to remember. Yeah. So we have uh, James played by Dylan Llewellyn, who uh, is the only man to ever attend their all girls <laughs> Catholic school because he is English and they were afraid he would be beaten up at the boys school. <laughs> <laughs> poor James <laughs> poor James I do love though how like really with the exception of like the kill it's such a gender neutral like <laughs> uniform like there's no there's no form to it there's no yeah. distinction you can put it on anybody <laughs> my favorite character I believe is Michelle played by Jamie Lee O'Donnell I love the attitude she's just that one badass chick at the school just always getting into trouble, always giving all the bad ideas, which I'm yes. like always like it's a good idea because it's a bad idea. Yes, I <laughs> she's great. She always has like the best makeup and ear. She always has the biggest earrings. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm just like, dang, I could not have gotten away with that in high school. Well, she's barely getting away with it too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, we also have. Uh, Sorsha, Monica Jackson, who plays Aaron, who is just like such a typical overachiever in school. Yeah, she's trying to make it work all the time. Um, She's also so funny. I love her character. But probably my favorite character is Orla, played by (laughs) Louisa Harland. Orla is wild. (laughs) Orla just doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It's so funny that's your favorite character. <laughs> I would have guessed because I feel like I would attach you to Orla or Aaron, a combination <laughs> of both. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, and then Claire, played by Nicola Coglin. Again, just an overachiever at school. I love her. I just love her constant panic and anxiety. Um, I think I just relate to Claire a lot, especially like post-pandemic i feel panicked about everything and her facial expressions she does a lot of face acting in this show i get it a hundred percent yeah she's just fantastic and perfect um we also get to meet like their entire families in this episode but in particular we get to meet um orla and aaron's family because orla and aaron are cousins you have uh, Aaron's dad, Jerry, played by Tommy Tiernan. Uh, we have Orla's mother, Sarah, played by Kathy Kira Clark. And a then, great character. Great character. She's the reason Orla is the way she is. Yes. <laughs> and we have Mary, played by Tara Lynn O'Neill, who is Aaron's mother, and Mary is great and wears the best sweaters. I was going to say, uh, if there was a costume character in this show, it's actually kind of the grown-ups because Mary yeah. is pulling some real like period costumes, actually. Yeah. Like I, my mom, I think, had some of her sweaters. <laughs> like, <laughs> And like the hair. And then Sarah is just like... I think she doesn't realize she does this weird like 90s, 80s, like high fashion hybrid for her day to day life. And I'm just like, okay, okay. There's Sarah and Orla are like so confused. It's almost like they're like from the wrong family or in the wrong place, but they just happen to be here in this house. Yeah. And they're just not questioning it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We also get to meet uh, Michelle's 
mom and uh, James's aunt, because they are also cousins. And she just has like the best nurse's uniform. Yeah. Like, I feel like we nurses deserve to be comfy and this doesn't lo- look comfy. But like, can we get back to some version of this? Because she just looks like so professional. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of doing like real period type costumes for nurses. No right? reason, really. I just like nurse period costumes. They just look so classy. Yeah. With the little hair piece. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, you. S- I think some nursing programs still give those out at like graduation. Yeah, like actually, you get one. Now that you mention it, I have. It's not completely gone. I have seen it sometimes. So not completely gone, but we need to bring that back a little bit more. Um, we also have my second favorite character, Sister Michael, played by <laughs> S- Sabine McSweeney. Sister Michael has the most boring costumes in this entire series, but she is the funniest person in it. The funniest character. However, what's so funny about her, though, we'll talk about this probably later, is she does have a very boring costume, but sometimes she'll do like extra you know, activities yes. where she'll keep her <laughs> her um, headpiece on. What do you call yeah. that? Um, I think that's the actual habit part of a habit. Okay. So she keeps her habit on, but she'll like change the bottom part. Oh gosh. What episode was it where she like, Oh, we're oh, going to get there. We're going to get there. She comes back from like a martial arts class. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I do kind of like that. She's one of the only nuns we actually see in this. We do get one other nun in this episode who is in opposed to her black and white in all gray. And I just lo- like they have the greatest actors in this because she barely says anything in this episode. But like just like the all gray then with her actions is so funny. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. Maybe they're real nuns. I don't know. Maybe they casted a bunch of nuns. No. Um, <laughs> Sabine, she actually said she's never she had never met a nun in her life before playing oh, nice. this role. That's not um, intimidating or anything. No. She I uh, someone I was I was reading or listening to something, but everyone's like is sister does sister Michael actually believe in God or was this just like a convenient career path for her? <laughs> you know, I kind of thought about that too. I it's not that she believes in God or doesn't. I believe she's just like this is also a job. I don't think she cares what other people she believe. In. She's like, I'm just I'm here from nine to five and then I gotta go home and watch yeah. TV. <laughs> Spencer, there is one character we haven't spoken about yet. We have. Ian McElian, who plays Joe. Do you know who, what other show we know him from? Uh, I've been trying to figure it out. I know he's familiar, but I can't remember. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. didn't sell me. <laughs> nice. Game of Thrones. <laughs> I could not put my finger on it, but I didn't care enough to look it up. But I was like, I know this man. I didn't realize that till today when I was on IMDb and I think his IMD picture IMD picture is Ferris and Selmy. And I was like, wait, hold on one second. <laughs> this is so funny. She sets up like a slide transition. So it like slowly dissolves. I was like so excited. Who is it? Um, yeah. So I relate a lot to grandpa Joe. I mean, he's just like, yeah, he's a family man. He cares about his family. But he also is going to complain about everything and yeah. let you know when he's dissatisfied, which is with everything. Or at least everything that Jerry does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's like he loves his daughters with all his heart. He loves his granddaughters with all his heart. Cannot stand his son-in-law, who is nothing but like the sweetest man. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> Jerry just really gets under Joe's, you know, skin. Yeah, he does. He does. I love how he's like always the one carrying the baby around, though. To right. all like, he's whenever, a family man. He yeah. is. Whenever they have to go like to the school because they've gotten in trouble for something, right. they're all there. Which I'm like, why are you there, Grandpa Joe, with the baby? Like, you didn't just leave him home. But I think he doesn't trust Jerry. I think that's. 
<laughs> that's funny. He has to hold the baby because he doesn't trust Jerry. <laughs> I think so. Um, um, Joe has like this traditional though. Like he's definitely like, you know, an older gentleman, but he's mm-hmm. like still kind of like put together in a sense that he's, he's going to wake up in the morning. He's going to make sure he's bathed, wear like a nice little shirt, button yeah. up in the vest. Like he's, he's not like an old man. He just still knows how to like dress up and look proper and appropriate which probably is what bothers him about jerry not that jerry's ever dressed inappropriately but joe's like you need to dress like this every day you know you gotta look like me yeah i think so i think so yeah he's definitely like that world war ii generation where it's like you wear your shoes all shiny you got your slacks you got your button-down shirt and your hat and your every like every piece of clothing yeah you have it on exactly (laughs) um Episode two. I love episode two because of the stair scene, which is basically just like a 90s fashion show. I feel like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like every style that was popular in the 90s. They are wearing. It's so true. Aaron in that so denim look. It's so good. It is. It is like they all like. Aaron and Michelle have the jeans. Claire's got like the dress with like the t-shirt under it. It's so funny. And it looks, they all look so good. Michelle has like almost like a rock and roll hip hop vibe to her. Like she's very influenced by music, which we find out later, you know, they all love the certain musician, but like to her, she feels a little bit more streetwear i guess you could say in terms of like northern ireland goes (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely um i also feel like orla is already embracing athleisure like (laughs) which like that totally was starting in the 90s with like the kind of like the parachutey pants and like sweatpants and just like an oversized shirt like that's where all that started yeah sarah takes the cake in this episode in terms of wardrobe you know who sarah is trying to be she is like a she reminds me a lot of stevie nicks actually like stevie nicks in the 90s she has this very kind of like whimsical not necessarily witchy but like whimsical loves just like being free and nature and has like this but also kind of like gothic rock and roll vibe where she has like this big black choker kind of like drapey clothing (laughs) it's it's really cool i like this costume on her actually i love it and this is where i feel like okay like the choker the like the pinstripe shirt she has on i'm like i feel like that's very 90s and then she has this like this jacket on that's like silver and black and feels very 80s yeah yeah i mean she's torn between these two eras we have episode three where we have the introduction of father peter played by our campion the suavest priest uh in the area i guess (laughs) you have a crush on father peter a little bit like he's attractive (laughs) like you can't deny that right (laughs) they all have a crush on father peter um, but the, you know, his costume is very typical, you know, in sense of like a period costume or they still kind of, the fathers still kind of wear this today. Yeah. So there's a lot of like research, but then also like taking advantage of current garments too in this show. Absolutely. And I, I feel like what they do with him is because part of like part of his whole character is that like he like keeps himself looking very nice. So it's like, I feel like they tailored it really well. Yeah. So that he looked at like the best he could. And then the hair department like did a beautiful job. He has great hair. He has great hair. Yeah, he does. I'm actually kind of like, hmm. Kind of, I don't know. Right? Should I bring a picture of Father Peter played by Art Campion <laughs> to the barber? I'll look like this guy from Dairy Girls. Maybe, maybe you should. Uh, it doesn't, <laughs> that look is not for James though. <laughs> poor james he like just wants to be father peter and it's just like your hair is too curly for that look james like no (laughs) and like maybe wait to like actually go to preschool before you like wear all black and a rosary all over the place (laughs) but episode four (laughs) we get some wild moments i love episode four 
this I think this was like the episode where I really fell in love with Dairy Girls because they have all the Ukrainian kids coming from Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone just treats them like so bizarrely. And I love uh, Katya. Yeah, Katya. She is so cool and like so trendy and goth. And I was like... The 90s really is back because I definitely wore something similar to her party outfit the other yeah. day. <laughs> she is just giving goth chic. She has the choker, black dress. She has like the black, like slick hair, this cool necklace. She's giving like almost kind of like Evanescence yes, vibes a little bit. Absolutely <laughs> Evanescence vibes. Um, I also love Claire's party <laughs> shirt, which is just the union jack because <laughs> she's trying to make a political statement and everyone's just like not the time or place claire right it, that was one of my favorite costumes i think from the entire series actually it's <laughs> like claire absolutely calm down it's okay like you're just at a party and <laughs> she always has to like take it there she she always takes it way too far um but that's what i love about this series is like it's all very 90s it's all very like you know in line with the current fashion of the time and it's like but every now and then there's just like such a fashion piece or like a costume moment like claire's union jack shirt that it's hilarious yeah what's interesting about shows like this where they you know take advantage of a catholic uniform so to say where that's kind of like the main costume throughout the entire series then you have these moments where characters have to wear something that's not the uniform. And I feel like costume designers really get a chance to just really shine. And they have to make something of that moment to make it stand out and show off the personality. Because when they're wearing the uniforms, it's kind of hard sometimes. So I'm sure the costume designers saw this party scene. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, she was also having fun with Mary and Sarah who are acting like they're still in mourning for their mother <laughs> when their father brings a date home. All of a sudden, too, they're like, we're going to be upset about this. <laughs> yeah, I just love how they're just like all in black holding the picture of their mother. It's like, it's hilarious. They're literally in all black. Like, wh when did you have the time to go do that, ladies? And... <laughs> This poor woman is so adorable and fashionable and just like, oh, your dad's just a nice man. Oh, uh, yeah. I love that wrap around her. It's so beautiful. Oh, the scarf. Yeah. Yeah. You no, know, that was. And I love at the end of the episode when Katya's like, she is hot and you are not dead. Like, <laughs> you go for that relationship, Joe. <laughs> I love how Sarah's like suddenly like had a snap out of her being weird era. To like, OK, yeah. go put on this funeral uniform to support my sister. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so funny. Um, but then things get wild in episode five um, when they're like escaping dairy because of the Orangeman uh, March, yeah. which this was one of the things I had to look up because I was like, what the? Yeah, What's going on here? Uh, it's just a fraternity of Protestant men who I guess they do these marches from like, it, it said like April to August. Oh, nice. Yeah. So there's just always noise. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess Catholic people don't really like it. So they're trying to get out of town. Nice. Um, <laughs> but this is like just the orange men uniform. I put a picture in of like actual orange men. Um, they got them like spot on. Oh, I which, thought that was from the show. No, that's actual orange men. Oh, well, then that's pretty awesome. Yeah, right? that, that's like a spitting image. I thought the pictures I was looking at are from the show, but I no, realized that, only one of them is. Yeah, the top two are the third one is in the corner. It's not. Um, yeah, she did a really good job on this episode. Um, but episode six, she got to play with the Catholic uniform a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, Aaron is in charge of the school newspaper for like a hot second. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. And she goes kind of like into this journalist vibe. So to like show that she's like kind of rolling up her sleeves a little bit in this episode, taking off her jacket, just looking like real get to work. 
because she's found something that she actually cares about, which Mm -hmm. is pretty rare in the show, really. I mean, (laughs) our characters don't really care about much except making trouble and music. Yeah. But um, I love their their button down shirts in this episode because something happens that I've been warned about my entire life, but has never actually happened to me. Where it's like two story points converge because they they need to pick Jerry needs to pick up some photos, but doesn't have the little receipt. Mary is like, I need everybody's white clothing. Give me your white clothing to wash. She's like forcing everybody to strip down (laughs) so she can do a full load. And then when they finally find the receipt, it was in the wash. It was red. So now all of their tops and white clothes right. are pink. <laughs> okay. I was re-watching this episode this morning, actually, and I forgot. And I was like, is her shirt pink or is it the lighting? You're so right. And it's so funny to bring this up because I've been warned about this my entire life, too. Right? I've never actually seen it happen to like the extent that we've always been warned. Are our yeah. parents just trying to scare us? I think just die fastness has gotten significantly better right? <laughs> in the last like 20 some odd years so that like this doesn't really happen anymore. I also think because so much more of our clothes are made out of polyester. Yeah. I think that's like cotton probably will absorb whatever is in there. Polyester isn't as likely to though. Well, to be fair, I wear white about probably three times a year. So I'm not one to always be afraid of this but whenever i do wash anything white i'm always like super nervous about it (laughs) yeah no i have i have a couple of like white tops um and they go in just all by themselves i also like i'll put them i treat them very gently i'll usually put them in like a delicates bag too (laughs) so i'm just like nothing's gonna happen to my whites (laughs) if our parents are listening you really scared us straight on this one so you did also i had um textile teacher i took her two quarters in a row and she was also very like don't mix colors with your whites (laughs) And I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> anyway, we have a talent show in which Orla truly is the shining gem of. This is one of my favorite scenes of the entire series. It's so funny because Aaron and Claire are having an argument. Kind yes. Of. It's dumb. And they decide all to come together because they're like, that's my dick. And so they all get up and they get on stage and support Orla and... It kind of maybe step aerobic goals. Yeah, maybe cheer up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was so another great part about the shirts being pink in this episode is that Claire comes out in this episode. Everyone finds out she's gay. And <laughs> Sister Michael is like, Oh, is this part are you supporting <laughs> this? And this is the episode where I really liked Sister Michael. Cause I've cause they're gonna Claire wrote an anonymous paper about, you know, a lesbian in Catholic school and having to be closeted and Claire decides to publish it. And at first, Sister Michael's like, no, you can't. This is a Catholic school. Like, what are you doing? And then when Jenny Joyce is like, oh, my gosh, are you going to punish them, sister? (laughs) She just turns around like she saw absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then when they're all up there supporting Orla, she's like smiling a little bit to herself. And I'm like, I think Orla, or I think Sister Michael secretly loves that group. Yeah. But will never admit it. Yeah. She's not allowed to admit it, but she's, this is just a job and she just su- wants to support these kids. She's just not allowed to like physically show it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I think her principles won't let her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do love Orla's step aerobic outfits because it has that, like, just that very 90s, like, weird, like, dancer print on it. And then, like, fantastic multicolor leggings and leg warmers. Yeah, it's it's really 90s, actually. I feel like I remember seeing this look. Like, every, like, if you were doing anything remotely physical, like, this is what you were wearing. Right. <laughs> But with that coming together of friends in support of each other, season one ends. Spencer, after our break, are you ready for season two? 
I am. I'm loving this show. I need more. <laughs> You're going to get more. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan, audio engineer of the Blogcast, here to let you know that if you wanted to support the show, you can head over to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. There you can buy some awesome TeePublic merch with the Blogcast logo. We have shirts, sweaters, coffee mugs, stickers, and of course, a baby onesie. Thank you for all of your support. For a piece of that fine Protestant ass. What? <laughs> do you not remember this episode? I do now, but <laughs> I was unprepared for that intro. <laughs> oh, the ladies are back, and they are uh, gonna do a little away trip to make friends with the Protestant boys' school. <laughs> Such a fun episode, and I'm reminded by a character that we haven't really talked about too much is Jenny Joyce. I know yes. she's like the villain, but I love Jenny. She's so funny because she's she's so adorable. She's just really annoying. She is. She's really annoying. She's just like, like she's going to be the perfect housewife one day. Like she's going to be in charge of the PTA, yeah. like... <laughs> And everything. And she's just like preparing for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's over controlling of everything, like is a snitch through and through. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do whatever it takes to please Sister Michael. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's dive into this episode. Um, Michelle's orange jacket. Her bomber jacket. Yeah, Adorable. That's a good look. That's a good look. Always wearing the hoop earrings, though. Always wearing the hoop earrings. I love that they all have this friends across the barricade shirt with the hands making the heart. Um, (laughs) But they've all really styled it in like their own unique way. Claire has got just like this whole like pink and like teal ensemble, which I was like, yes, Claire, like you go for it. Yeah, she's very cute. (laughs) <laughs> James and Aaron are just like very 90s with their like shirling lined like denim jackets. And we also get to see a tiny little costume piece that's not really talked about, but they wear throughout the rest of the season are their little rainbow pins oh, in support yeah. of Claire. That is so cute. I love it so much. <laughs> it's so cute. And it's like, oh, they're being individuals all together. Finally. <laughs> yeah, I love this friend group. Uh, my favorite look though was Orla showing up in the camouflage, <laughs> the camouflage and the beret. Like she's like a special forces like survivalist. And it's like Orla, what? I I love how Sarah's like. We went camping and I almost left her there. She was just so happy to be in the wild. That's <laughs> like yeah, I think Orla might belong in the wild. I'm not sure, but maybe Orla's so funny. It's so funny. Um, but she does accessorize it with a bunch of pins on like the sleeve though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, it says Moorhead on like the little name part of the jacket. And I'm just like, where did you get this Orla? <laughs> like what thrift store did you go to to find this? Right. <laughs> um, but we have the return of Father Peter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I love how much Sister Michael hates father peter <laughs> yeah i'm kind of with her actually um but father peter does have this really incredible jacket i words it's so 90s it has yellow it has blue it's purple there's so much happening it's just like wow that's a 90s jacket if i ever did see one there's it's this windbreaker and it has like then it has it's purple and yellow and then also has like these forest green patches which match his like forest green like outdoorsy 
pants and then he has the the same t-shirt as all the kids but still has his dog collar on underneath it all (laughs) and i was just like oh my gosh like another reason i can't wait for season three wait for season three is because i'm like like how are they gonna bring father peter back in season three netflix come on netflix come on (laughs) i actually feel like isn't the show still on though like, I don't think that the season um, has wrapped. Usually when seasons no, wrap. It wrapped. Oh, well, then Netflix. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. What are you waiting for? <laughs> hey. Hey, what's the problem here? Come on. <laughs> Netflix. What's the what's the hold up? <laughs> There's not even a, a, a potential air date for this. They've just been silent. Spencer, your, silent. Your assertive voice gives me life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't come out often, but when it does, yeah, it, it really hits. Um. Anyways, back to Dairy Girls. <laughs> back to Dairy Girls. We also have the Protestant woman who's in charge of the boys' school, who is just the Protestant version of Sister Michael. Yeah. But what I love about her costume is the gigantic 90s glasses that everybody had. They're very 90s, but they're kind of chic on her. Like, she really pulls it off. Right? Her haircut, like, is perfect with them. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, looking at her and looking at Sister Michael, and I'm like, I don't know. She kind of has a leg up on you. She's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She definitely has it together. Uh, You know who else has it together? That teacher who comes in to teach their English class for a hot second, whose name I cannot remember. <laughs> that I mean, I was going to card that teacher too. <laughs> that cool hot teacher that shows yeah. up for a hot minute. She brings out a bunch of cool costumes too. I was like, yes. she is hot, and she's like definitely the new cool teacher, and her costumes support it. These are like the pants I've been looking for. <laughs> like, I want those pants. Not not quite as billowy. Like a little more streamlined, but I've been looking for those pants. I have found them, but I cannot spend like $300 on a pair of pants. So I have not bought them. (laughs) You can. Um, She wears like hot dog colors, though. She wears like yellow, red, a little bit of blue, kind of like Captain Marvel a little bit. Um, Yeah, that motorcycle, that black and red motorcycle jacket. Fantastic. Fabulous. I love her like all mustard uh, pantsuit look she has going on. So good. Yeah, everyone remembers like having that one teacher who is like the cool hot teacher, you know, that you're like so excited to go to. And they're just like cool, like staying in class. Actually, one of my history teachers was like that. I hope she's not listening. Anyways. Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but we talked about this earlier. Sister Michael's karate get up. Yay. I'm so glad you included this. It was so funny. I just love that she doesn't take off the headpiece. It's just like, (laughs) it's so funny. Gotta keep that head covered, Spencer. (laughs) Be wild if she didn't. Immodest. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I love this. I also love like her like coming in thinking they're like robbers or something, which they technically are. Um, Uh, The kids are everything. They're robbers. They're arsonists. They're just uh, tyrants. (laughs) They're everything. (laughs) Oh, but um, episode three, when they're trying to go see the boy band is great because we just get to see so many like random people. In this episode, yeah, we have the travelers who are so scary and then just like, nah, <laughs> we're just the nicest people. <laughs> They're hardly scary. I yeah. Mean, they literally, I mean, I get it. I, I think anyone in public is creepy. If someone talks to me that I didn't want to talk to, I'm like, oh, why are you talking to me? Yeah. Um, so I get it. <laughs> but I love like this like Joan Jett-esque character that we see very briefly. Yes. It, she's just like, she looks like a rocker who loves classical music though. Yeah. <laughs> but like the bandana, the like the leather vest and just like the white tank top. She's just like, 
I'm here for a good time. <laughs> yeah, she's a badass. I agree with you. I like how we got to like leave the town a little bit and go see like other characters. We need to see other people, Elizabeth. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we get to see other people in episode four. <laughs> this episode was crazy. <laughs> the, the wedding and a funeral episode. Uh, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Oh, that look. <laughs> and it's so funny because I'm tempted to be like, oh, I love her like bridal look. And then I remember she's not getting married. No. <laughs> I legit thought in this episode, like when I first saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, Sarah's getting married. Like we didn't, I like, I was like kind of surprised. I was like, I didn't think she would marry the the photo guy, but all right. And then the bride and her, the bride's father walk up right behind her. Like it's the funniest thing. And like, she looks better than the bride. Yeah, she does. She simply does. <laughs> <laughs> She's giving the full fantasy right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I love Mary's look though too because she's staying next to her crazy yes. sister and I don't know this just gives me Elizabeth vibes <laughs> like she's very like covered up but like very put together has a fabulous hat a little yes. scarf moment she's just looking real Mary she is she definitely is she's like Mary is the mother we all had in the 90s yeah. <laughs> like well, she is some of us. But, yeah. <laughs> this episode also has one of my favorite scenes. I think this is my favorite scene from an entire series is when they're having an argument and a rock the boat comes on and the girls <laughs> yeah. are like, we got to go rock the boats on. And everyone knows the choreo. I'm like, yes. What? How can I we never know did there this? Was, yeah, I didn't know there was choreography to that song. I I'm didn't not, know. I'm not positive that there is, but I'm definitely going to research it after we're done recording because I, I want to know it. Me too. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my favorite part of this episode is when Mary tells her aunt to drop dead. <laughs> and then she literally does. Yeah. <laughs> I like and her. I mean, her aunt looks very put together in this, I must say. Yeah. Like she, strong 90s grandma vibes. Very strong. I loved her look. It's very, it almost looks like flowers, maybe some butterfly moment. I'm not sure what's happening here. Mm -hmm. Very 90s. Um, also, do we talk about the groomsman who's wearing like a top hat? That's a British thing. Is it? For weddings. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Because I'm weird and like watch shows about people getting married I was like, that's a british are, thing i was like are we watching emma again like what's going on here no they were like full tales for weddings nice i like it i kind of yeah. like it honestly it is it's very chic yeah. um but uh for bridey's funeral i love that sarah's just wearing like a morning version of what she wore to the wedding yeah <laughs> like it looks like almost the same dress, just black with a cross choker necklace. Yeah, she goes from like angel chic during the day and then to the funeral. She's back to her Stevie Nicks Evanescence vibes. Yes. Yeah, our goth yes. queen. <laughs> our goth queen. But what is not goth is the 1950s prom. Ugh. <laughs> such a good scene i we need some more prom episodes i feel like we don't talk about prom enough on this podcast we don't we don't maybe we should just do carrie at some point Ooh, we're gonna discuss this later yeah, but nice. uh i love how jenny and her friends are just like in these like <sighs> ridiculous singing moments that show yeah. up out of nowhere for no reason and we all have the same reactions as the entire school just like, like what why <laughs> And they're wearing these like Barbara shop quartet type like jackets. It's like, why Jenny? And then like the copy she wrote for the prom sister, Michael starts to read it. And sh sister Michael is like, this is insane. You read it. Yeah. I'm not reading that. <laughs> but, so um, so funny. They gain a friend who is not around for long. No, very quick. She's a bit of a troublemaker. And then Orla has another fabulous fashion moment where she considers wearing a snowsuit. 
to the prom. <laughs> Just like the way she jumps out of the fitting room, the confidence she has. We should all have Orla confidence. Honestly, Orla like, is teaching us some lessons over here because Orla doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't. Like she knows who she is and is not afraid to show that to the world. Um <laughs> But I love everybody's look for the prom. I have to say, Claire looks the best. Oh, yeah. The color, the cut. Like, I love how it's like these like triangle halter, but then with like a off the shoulder sleeve. Like, it's an insane combination, but it really, really works for her. (laughs) I love Michelle's look because it is just everywhere. It's you said this is a 1950s prom. Yeah. <laughs> she she is like did you think you were going to like a Guns N' Roses prom? Like <laughs> it's so funny. It's like it's supposed to be 1950s, but to me it feels very 80s Madonna. Um she has like it looks like bobby pin moments like in the center of her dress. She she has safety pins pinning her like boobs together. <laughs> Oh, badass. So, like, she's a rocker chick, like, through and through. And she's not going to let some dumb 50s theme change what she's going to wear to prom. She's not. Um, Erin, however, does change what she's going to wear to prom. Because she gets a lovely but very uncomfortable prom dress when she thinks uh, the boy she really likes is going to take her. Yeah. And that is just, like, the saddest scene like, it's so sad. Like, Sarah and Mary are just like, it's he's going to come. He's going to come. And then, like, I love that Mary calls James. And James is wearing a great Doctor Who get up. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm your friend. This is important. I'm here for you. That's very sweet. It's so sweet. And then Aaron's like, yeah, I'm going to change into my Easter dress that matches Orla. <laughs> and... Orla and Aaron are the only ones who dressed appropriately <laughs> for this prom, except for Jenny Joyce, uh, like the perfect 1950s gown. Yeah. Who ends up recreating a scene from Carrie. Carrie? Oh, gosh. <laughs> that that was the best part of that. And they all get in trouble, even though they were trying to, like, keep her from yeah. <laughs> getting tomato juice all over i love that our friend our friends oh slick i want to be friends with them how weird i love that the group of friends goes up to save her even though no one could stand this girl no no (laughs) it's like they're good they're good people at heart they just do insane things yeah also crazy we get to meet james's mom finally in episode six very chic Right? She's a traveled woman. She is. She's like, she's so confident. She loves how she looks. Is like, I'm going to look the best that I can at all times. Uh, terrible mother. Yeah. Like, not great, but looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was giving me like Kate Blanchett vibes when she walked in. Yes. Yes. Ooh. Um, also in this episode, I, I don't think I've seen this many American flags outside of an American 4th of July party. Oh, because yeah. Bill Clinton shows <laughs> yeah. up. I forgot. I was trying to remember why there's American flags. Because <laughs> Bill Clinton's there. Um, literally, like, I don't think I've ever seen this much, like, American paraphernalia in an American TV show. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it was a good end to yeah. the season, which brings me back to our point we made earlier. Netflix. Where's season three? Hello. Where I'm, where is it? It's been thirty minutes since we brought this up. So Yeah. Where's where's a release date? Where's a sliver of hope? We need to know, Netflix. I'm getting more and more upset by the second, if you can tell. Right? I certainly am. I certainly am. I've waited long enough. Yeah. I just started a show last week and I'm already growing impatient, Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. But also, we love you, Netflix. We do. Support us. Yeah. But that brings us to the end of season two, where James admits that he is a dairy girl. <laughs> We're all dairy girls. We're all dairy girls. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute, Spencer. Oh, so cute. I love this show. I'm so glad you made me watch it. I've heard about the show a lot from just like random people. 
And I totally thought this was like a 1950s period show. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. I did not know what it was. I thought it was just like another, like, I don't know. And then I turned it on and I was like, what is this? Why is the cranberries playing? Like, this is not what I imagined. Yeah. <laughs> I was no. so wrong. Because literally the first thing you hear is a cranberry song. And the first thing you see is a cranberries poster. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder why Elizabeth picked this one. And um, then you knew right away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elizabeth, I ready to play our favorite game. Ah, oh, Spencer, I am. The one costume to rule them all. Spencer, what was your one costume to rule them all? Uh, um, I've actually changed mine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It has to be, so I wanted to say Orla's ski suit. But actually, it's a combination. This week, I am doing a combination of Orla's Bermuda Triangle of looks. Because originally, I was going to pick Michelle's prom look, but no. I love that Orla wore her step costume, her camouflage suit, and she was going to wear that ski jacket. She wears the most inappropriate things at all times, and she doesn't care at all. And I love that Mm -hmm. about her. She will wear whatever she wants. So I think if I were going to pick one, I would say Orla's um, step costume she wore in season one when everyone performed with her. She just doesn't care. She and doesn't. I love that about her. And I feel like the costume designer really just supported her. She's like, whatever the script says, she gets. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Uh, Orla is the one costume to rule them all. Yeah. She's just, she wears them all. <laughs> she does. She does. Um. My choice is, I guess, Orla's inspiration. (laughs) I chose Sarah's wedding guest look. (laughs) Because it's such a, like, a red herring. Because it it makes you think this is going to be, like, a way different episode for, like, a couple seconds until you see the bride come up behind her. Right. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, no. Okay. She's not getting married. It's so funny. It's actually when I watched this the first time, I was at our friend's house having drinks. So I was already kind of like a little buzz when I was watching this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have to do the podcast. I got to finish Dairy Girls. I turn on this episode and I was like, oh my God, what did I miss? Like (laughs) Sarah's getting married. Am I drunk? (laughs) (laughs) No, you weren't drunk. She was just inappropriately dressed. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh, Spencer. What are we watching next week? Oh my gosh, Elizabeth. Next week, I'm very excited that Hot Girl Summer is continuing with one of my favorite hot girls. (laughs) It just feels weird even saying it. We are diving into the incredible life of Tammy Faye Baker. We are going to watch the eyes of Tammy Faye. I'm so excited. I just watched this movie for the first time this morning and I do I we need to talk about this. Uh so everybody get on HBO Max, watch The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um tell us how much you loved it. You can tell us on our Instagram at the Art of Costume Pod, uh on TikTok at the Art of Costume. If you want like more stuff to love from us, you can become our patron at patreon.com slash the art of costume. Or if you just want to tell people how much you love us, you can check out the art of costume.com slash pod store. Get a, get a cute little t-shirt or something. Yeah. Get a t-shirt. I know it's hot and you need some more short sleeves in your closet right now. Yes, you do. And if you want to tell us what your favorite costume was from Dairy Girls, make sure you leave us a voicemail at 626-515-1826. We would love to hear your thoughts on all the costumes from Dairy Girls. Yes. And if you love this episode or any of our others, uh, please give us just leave us a little five-star text review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. Everybody, thank you for listening and have a wonderfully cool week. 
The Art of Costume Blogcast is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Joy Glass and Spencer Williams. Our audio engineering and editing is done by Dan White. Follow us on Instagram at The Art of Costume Pod or visit theartofcostumeblogcast.com for all blogcast updates. If you want to support the show, go to theartofcostume.com slash podstore. Or you can head over to patreon.com slash theartofcostume for some bonus content. For more costume reviews, deep dives, and interviews, head over to theartofcostume.com, a blog dedicated to highlighting the best in costume design. Testing, Uh, testing. Okay, I think it's fine. Host disabled participant screen sharing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The first time I forget in weeks. (laughs) I'm just reading what Zoom is telling me. (laughs) Well, you could do it now. Okay.